We'd like to welcome you back to part three of our emergency freedom alerts for February 15th, 2021. And next report, we're gonna we're just keep segueing in this heavily related to the last part of the study. We're kind of building here. High numbers of Jews are praying in unity for their Messiah, the Antichrist, to appear. And NAR, the New Apostolic Reformation, is also praying in unity for the next six, six weeks via the One Voice prayer movement. Meaning, just like the theme that we're seeing, we all need to come together in unity. The problem is, is you don't come together in unity if you're in operating in heresy and in horrible doctrine, which is what NAR does. Okay, false doctrine. You don't want to come in unity in those particular circumstances. So they're they're praying for unity in the next six weeks via this one voice prayer movement. Now this was from June night, a recent teaching she did. And the pertinent part of this is the Jews are planning to pray in their Messiah on February 21st all across the world. They're pl planning to cast a coin, and I, I, I don't, I, maybe they're going to actually make a coin for the event and stop what they are doing and all praying unity at the same time. This is the same time that NAR is praying in unity for the next six weeks via the One Voice prayer movement. They're both participating in what they call, quote, as one campaigns of unity. So we're going to just play the pertinent parts regarding this particular thing. We're going to, I don't know, about five minute clip here. Uh, I want to show you what is happening in the new episode Reformation with this awakening, this great awakening that I was telling you about how they are mixing with the different cultures and mixing with the LGBT, the different idols and all this. But let me show you what this lady sent me. She... That that sound is not on my end. That's, that's on her computer. Uh, did a little reporting for me and she did very good. Let me pull this up. This is, this is what she wrote me and I thought, wow, she has a really good uh, eye to catch what is happening. She said, uh, the one voice, one prayer is all around the world on February the 21st. She says, notice the blue beam world, just like in your broadcast yesterday. Uh, now, this channel she's got pulled up says, welcome awakeningchannel.com. And I think this has a lot to do with this whole bringing about the whole antichrist bringing him praying him into existence she said so she googled the one prayer and got paula white james gone all them with what they have going on with the same theme, one voice prayer and then they're saying be ready and it's the jews are going to join in prayer and call in their mashiach yep. uh, which is their messiah but we know it's the antichrist and so she sent all these images to show us, and I wanted to share it with you, Brad. Look at this. This is what I showed you yesterday, okay? The awakening channel that you can see right here on the screen. Let me make sure. 
Okay, yeah, that you can see right here on the screen. Okay, and now I'm gonna look at this real quick. I'm gonna pause this recording and look at that because I think she said she did a report on it yesterday, but I'm unaware of it. So, oh man, I didn't look at this yesterday. Oh, <laughs> oh you talk about everything's coming together, guys. Oh man, I cannot believe this. This great awakening channel.com. Okay. They've got a they've got a little video. Okay. That I'm gonna play for you. It's only a minute and forty-one seconds. What he said in the first twenty seconds, I, I I just blew my mind. Because remember how we talked? We're talking this week about the Antichrist coming, right? And we're talking about the Great Reset. We're talking how they're using COVID-19 openly to bring that in. We're talking about how NAR is praying for one basically unity and they're praying basically for one world unity i'm sure because see nar thinks they're going to come in and take over and actually bring in the kingdom of god and the book of revelation and all the tribulation and all that stuff that's talked about in revelation and in daniel and in second thessalonians and in matthew 24 they believe they're going to make the world such a good place that all that's going to be basically done away with. And we're not going to have to go through any of that. They're going to, and that's dominionism, okay? That's the concept that they operate in. We're going to get into that next. Remember how last week I talked about Nasera and Gesera and how they may use Trump in that regard? Maybe, maybe not, Okay. But that is one of the things that the, a card that they have not played is Nasera and Gesera. Nasera and Gesera heavily involves the Ascended Masters. It heavily involves the UFOs. It might heavily involve Maitreya. It is about <clears throat> bringing in that deception into play. Bringing us out of the old world order into the new world order. Let me... Let me play this little trailer for you from this awakeningchannel.com. Welcome to Awakening Channel. If you are reading this, it is not by chance. Put yourself in a high level of consciousness. Your future depends on what you... Okay, so everybody put yourself at a high level of consciousness. Okay, sorry, teasing. With the light you will receive here. For well over a decade, we are directly involved almost exclusively in the spheres of what is popularly called GCR, Global Currency Reset, related to Jasara, Global Economic Security and Reformation Act, the global version of Nasara. Okay, so <laughs> all of this is related in commingling with one another. And this is why I keep reporting on this over and over because all the stuff I've been talking about for years just seems like it's starting to really coalesce. It really seems like it's all starting to interweave and come together and what we may be on the cusp of. So we're talking about this global currency reset, meaning they're going to crash the currencies, including the dollar, and they're going to have to have some type of reset. Now, one of the principles of Gesera, the great, um, the Global Economic Security and Reformation Act, which is the global version of, of Nessera. One of their principles is money backed by precious metals. Now, who, who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want 
cures to all the incurable diseases, which is one of the carrots I believe they'll trot out. Who doesn't want free energy? Which is probably another carrot they may trot out. I don't know. It's kind of like V, the series where the aliens come and they offer us all these goodies. And basically it's the same flowery garbage language. We just want to, you know, work with humanity and, and serve humanity and we want us all to come together and be one big happy family when the reality is they want to eat us. <laughs> okay, so... Um, the, and then again, he's, they're going to go on to say, make no mistake, the word global here is not related to one world government. Total lie from the pits of hell. Okay, see, you can't have it both ways, but they're going to try. So, quite the opposite. Gesera reforms are meant to tear the one world government apart. Total lie from the pit of hell. But see, if you had never heard of any of this, and this comes along, you might be thinking, man, what, what is this? How, wh where is this in the Bible? Guys, I've been talking about this for years. And this has been known for a good, I've known about it for about 20 years. Okay, I've been, I've done, again, Kian Nesera, N-E-S-A-R-A, in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. Now, I've been giving a lot of those former studies in my PDFs as of late as well. So let, let's go forward here. Make no mistake, the word global here is not related to one world government, but quite the opposite. Jusara reforms are meant to tear the one world government apart. A decade on these issues and more than 2,000... It's really meant to, to, to tear the old world order apart and bring us into the new world order is what he really means. 500 contacts allows us to have judgment and intuition to share light about it. As complexity, timelines, misinformation, and rumors can cause anyone who is interested to lose interest or dismiss these issues. Everything is being handled with the utmost prudence and discretion so that the transition is smooth, although some shocks are to be expected. Please note that there is not, and there will be no governmental website in this regard. Due to our privileged position, when the GCR funds are released, we will have a huge amount of funds to carry out humanitarian and ecological projects worldwide. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, we invest all our time in staying informed and informing you. You are not alone. We stand together. On this website, you have two levels of information. One on the blog and one deeper on Awakening Pro. It's up to you. Victory of the Light. Okay, so that's their little intro video. Now... I'm going to probably go on from here, but I'm going to be keeping an eye on this website and because I believe this is another gigantic piece of the puzzle here. I want to put this, I'm going to put this link in here for you, um, or you can key in awakeningchannel.com, but I'm going to put this link in here at this part of the study so you'll at least have access to it on the PDF. Now, I went to their website, okay? Actually, it's the new one, the new awakeningchannel.com. Um, <clears throat> wow. I'm telling you guys, this deception is so subtle and so good. All of these links to their, to their, um, their blog, okay? Like the first one, a method of depopulation. Method of depopulation four to 14 months before we see full ravage. This is about the COVID vaccine. What's the next one? Massive violations by the government. Justice Center, massive violations. This is not democracy. Then 
wake-up call. The politicians and media are lying to us. Then the next one, this is not a vaccine. It's a perfect binary weapon. Then the next one, dying after the vax. 81% increased in deaths after the vaccine. Um, one thing after another, which is then one on the COVID-19, how it's a scam. This, the test is a scam. And how we can stop the worldwide lockdowns. Now, this all sounds awesome and it looks like the vast majority of it I would be totally in agreement with. But see, that's how they're going to bring forth this Gesera Nasera thing. It's going to sound like the best thing since sliced bread. And most likely there's going to be nothing in this where you would not want to go along with it. They've got sections on exposing depopulation. The vaccines, the PCR test, COVID-19, New World Order, 5G, Gacera, which I'm sure they're going to present that in a positive light because that's what they represent. Child abuse, the cabal. So when the Bible talks about Satan and the serpent being the most subtle beast of the field, I'm telling you, this is really, really, really slick stuff. And unless you're aware of Satan's devices, there's I just shudder to think how many are going to fall for this. Okay, so I just went up and I, I actually got on their newsletter list and everything. And because I want to keep an eye on these people. And you have to understand, I, I, I've known about this for 20 years, but it's been very on and off with Nasera Gasser. There's been times where it's like, oh, it's going to happen any minute. You know, it's just like, you know, Satan's timetable and God's timetable are very different. And I think Satan, if he had his druthers, 1984 would have been reality. We would have been in that state in the year 1984. Obviously, that didn't happen. But man, I am seeing so many things that we have been talking about for years. Or, or a lot of this I even knew about before um, I was in ministry. And it seems like it is all coming together. And we're right on the cusp of a lot of stuff going down. Now, they've got another level here. It's called Awakening Pro. Now, I think this is where you're going to start getting, you know, like when you go into a cult, you're going to have the outer version, which is the, uh, what, what do they call these? The, like the, the lay person or the, I forget the term they use. And then there's going to be like an inner level and then a level after that. And, and you, you get to like the initiate level and these types of things. This Awakening Pro, which you probably have to pay for, is I think their next level where they start showing you stuff like about Nasera and Gesera and I'm gonna let this play. Both for the information and for the humanitarian and ecological projects. The information- They're saying they're gonna get all these billions and billions of dollars that they're gonna put back into Mother Gaia and straighten out the earth and we're gonna have Sisbumba, rah, rah, rah. It's a, it's a very, very much like Maitreya was talking about bringing about this societal changes and we're going to share and, and we're going to have ample food and clothing and all this this stuff and it's coming from satan though it's the problem so even initially if that's what it what they appear to be doing understand there are going to be um massive uh uh catches that you're going to have to, you know, deal with in the future. Like taking the mark of the beast. Presented here and after will be of an impressive help to understand life events and thus be able to make better decisions. 
It hopes to present a crystal clear picture of the machinations of royalty, religious heads and political entities, and how they have directed and controlled the flow of wealth. So what, they're, what they do in, in these types of things is they lump all religions together. True Bible-believing Christianity will be lumped in with Catholicism typically and Protestantism. And they will lump them all into the same thing and show you how you've been deceived by religion over the years. And that in this particular case, and, and again, I don't know how far they're going to go into this. If they're going to go a ancient astronaut route where, you know, the Ascended Masters created the, the planet millions and millions of years ago and we're their little science project and we messed things up so badly they're going to have to come back and police their science project. I'm not 100% sure what tact they're going to take on that end of it but guaranteed discrediting christianity lumping catholicism and all the denominations together into one lump and to discredit them all which would be pretty easy to do just from the catholic church alone all the wickedness it's done and then finally giving you what's really really going on the hidden history is the first thing they give you. And then they're going to tell you about Nasser and Gesera. Then they're going to tell you about the global currency reset. Okay. Then they're going to tell you about all the other stuff. As the world, to the detriment of the common people at large, you will connect dots on all current and future events about the CV-19. Caution. Once you awake, it's hard to go back to sheep. Regarding the humanitarian and ecological process. You get that plan word, sheep sleep. The funds will come from the redemption of assets that we manage and whose value is so enormous that you would not believe it. So and one of the hooks with Nasera has always been this, um, the revaluation of currencies. I've been hearing about this for decades, how there are certain currencies are going to be revalued and they're going to be just unbelievably valuable. Now, I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't know. But that's something that's interconnected with Nasera and now Gesera that has that aspect alone the love of money is the root of all evil has hooked a lot of people into this but it's just been pushed back and pushed back and pushed back over and over for at least 20 years be an additional risk to our security but we think that it is enough to say that we are speaking in figures of more of billions welcome in advance the first part will be the hidden history then nasara and jasara global currency reset full blog posts and updates, and the humanitarian and ecological projects. To have access to all these benefits, get the plan. It is only 1.5 euros per month, more or less the same. So I guess you have to pay to, to get into these tabs here. Yeah. Yeah. Which I am not going to give them any money. But that's more the now they're bringing you into this in a little bit more into the inner court the initiate level where they're actually going to start giving you whatever they perceive is is their truth it'll be a lie but they're going to try i mean you see all these things that you can relate to on the website like oh they're exposing the vaccines they're exposing the great reset they're exposing the COVID testing the COVID 19 scam they're doing all these things that are right on the money but then they're commingling it. A little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. They're commingling it with bad doctrine. So I am going to be following this and um, reporting back to you 
when I find out things. Now, I, maybe maybe me being on their email list, though, I just there's no way I can give them money. But it's not very much. It's the principle of it for me. You know, it's absolutely the principle. But um, let's go back to uh, June night regarding this uh, particular little audio that we were playing. Look at this. Uh, not sure about everyone else, but we've had enough. Mashiach needs to reveal himself. February 21st, one voice, one prayer. Now, all this is the, the thing about the one voice, one prayer with all the Jews getting together on the 21st of this month and praying to bring in the Antichrist. All Jews as one. Now, see, as Jonathan Kahn has talked about and referred to many times, especially in his book, uh, what was the name of his book? His newest one. He is calling, he's calling all of the Jews home to Israel. So I guess they're saying now that it is time, it is time for the beast to be revealed, which we know, you know, is really the Antichrist, right. but they're saying it's time right. to be revealed. So yep. now guys, I'm, I'm telling you, it could happen this year. It may not, but it could, I mean, we're, we know one thing, we're closer to it now than we've ever been. Check this out. And then they have this, is there thing and then this is their website all jews as one they will cry out for their messiah mashiach i guess yeah, yeah mashiach mashiach okay and then oh well that's her showing me address okay so then you have the one voice prayer movement the live stream okay they're saying february briefing on prayer february 4th join us for one voice now this is a different um website the one voice one prayer movement and it has a picture of like the uh the cap the uh, white house building on it so it's very much tied in with trump it's very much tied into paula white it's very much tied into nar this one voice prayer movement okay and then you have february briefing february 4th this is the one voice prayermovement.com which i will show you that in a minute well actually let me go to it right now okay one voice one prayer 2020 well this is one of them and this one uh is asking to register for an event okay and this is what that is is the registration there <clears throat> okay and then they have their facebook page Okay, notice the little circle in the middle. Okay, so they have their information here. One voice, one prayer. Okay, and then, okay, they've got their Facebook, their media, and then the president's response shows a foreigner uh, from Africa, I guess a minister in Africa. Okay, so let's go back over here. Oh, I was showing you the one prayer. That's one voice, one prayer, 2020. But this one actually says one voice prayer movement.com. Let's check. Let me go to another one because I give you all these links. Okay. Remember, one voice, this, this cry, like you, you read in Matreya's website, this one cry for unity, unity, unity is where, what we're seeing here with unity with the Jews, unity with NAR, unity with all the Christians unity with matreus and granted and god says 
Wherefore, come out from among them and be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. And to be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what communion hath righteousness with, you know, Belial, the devil? We don't want that. But Satan is going to tell you, no, we all need to come together as one. No, a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. You don't want that. You don't want to be yoked up with unbelievers in common unity. Unboysprayermovement.com. Let's check this out. Oh, there it is. There's that logo. Okay, so you have uh, this inside there, One Voice Prayer Movement. Pray right now about the, what if there is one way to unify prayer for our country with one voice over critical issues, national issues? The prayer movement. Okay, this looks a lot like uh, the uh, intercessory. This is. This is. The feel of this is like the intercessory prayer. I forgot the name of the group, but I was a part of all these prayer groups. Uh, an intercessory prayer group is the same type of look on their website. Okay. Ten reasons why some say Trump is needed for four more years. So they're very, very much in lockstep with Trump. Um, here there's a they have a picture on their page of Paula White in that diamonds and silk and a lot of other people praying laying hands on trump and praying for him um so it's she goes on for about another two more hours but nar is very very much in this one voice prayer movement okay they have a, a gigantic part in it okay uh Dr. June also in this in this teaching, now I'm not going to play the rest. She said, we examine the State Department's role in the United Nations in the Universal Declaration of Human Rights Agenda, Agenda 2030. We talk about the funding that the Trump administration has given to the LGBTQ agenda and women's rights across the earth and now into Kuwait. We talked about the apparent normalization as this is happening in the U.S. with the merging of all Americans. We've been examining the formation of zones for the United Nations. In other words, the USMCA may have been a peace deal for America. They are merging and using the cover of immigration. We talk about the America First agenda and wanting to get rid of Christianity and the, 19, and the 1776 initiative that President Trump started in which he is changing the constitution to merge with the un because trump he's got he got he's really got the satanic ball rolling in a lot of areas here biden he handed the, the baton off to biden and biden is going to be very much more aggressive in that um advancement so anyway i give you the link to this if you want to if you want to hear the the rest now let's talk about nar a little bit more okay NAR, or the New Apostolic Reformation, was started by a guy named C. Peter Wagner. We're going to talk about dominionism, and we're going to talk about moving towards the coming one world religion under Antichrist. The New Apostolic Reformation, NAR. Now, again, a lot of these players are the same false prophets that were the ones that said, Trump's going to get in for a second term, he's going to win the election. All of it was false. Okay, now, we've done many teachings lately on that. Okay, so we know they're not of God. We know they're not hearing from God, okay? So let's just, let's go back and kind of look at what is NAR. This is just a definition 
of them. The, the New Apostolic Reformation is a movement which seeks to establish a fifth branch within Christendom, distinct from Catholicism, Protestantism, um, Oriental Orthodoxy, Eastern Orthodoxy, uh, and Pentecostalism. The movement largely consists of churches nominally or formerly associated with Pentecostal denominations and the charismatic movements, but have diverged from traditional Pentecostal charismatic ideology in that it advocates for a restoration of the lost offices of the church governance, namely the offices of prophet and apostle. Okay, so it came out of the Pentecostal charismatic movement, which was already totally deluded and deceived. So if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? So how is this going to really ever yield any good fruit? Because they came out of deception. But they're, they're, they're wanting to take their deception to a whole other level, from my experience. Because I, you know, I was in the charismatic movement and experienced a lot of this. The New Apostolic Reformation is the title originally used by C. Peter Wagner to describe a movement within Pentecostal and charismatic churches. In the brochure, now he, the guy that's writing this report says, In the brochure I received advertising C. Peter Wagner's conference in Brisbane, the following was written. Now this is from a while back, but it's still applicable. The, the, so the brochure he got about C. Peter Wagner's conference in Brisbane, Australia, said, quote, The New Apostolic Reformation is an extraordinary work of the Holy Spirit that is changing the shape of Christianity globally. It is truly a new day. The church is changing new names, new methods, new worship expressions. So basically anything goes. Whereas my comment is Jeremiah 6.16. Thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths, where is the good way, and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, but Nar said, the New Apostolic Reformation said, we will not walk therein. We've got a new way of doing things. Now, if their new way was producing wonderful biblical fruit, I would, you know, take a second look at it. But it's not. Look at how many false prophets in NAR that were on Sid Ross program that I played over and over all got it wrong about Trump. None of them were hearing from God. They have a lying spirit in their mouth like the Bible talks about. 500 prophets of Baal. And only one prophet that got it right in that Bible story I told you about. Four or five hundred. But see, that just goes to show you they're not hearing from God. Every single one of those prophets that has been on Sid Roth and all these other shows, Jonathan Conjob and, and Jonathan, that Taylor guy, the fireman guy, they all got it wrong. They're not hearing from God according to Deuteronomy 18. But yet they won't repent. They won't come out and say, well, we're sorry, we got it wrong. We're, we're disqualified as being a prophet. No, I didn't hear one of them do that. Not one. Because their hearts are hardened. They're full of pride and arrogance and the love of money. But that shouldn't concern you. That's all you would need to know as a Christian to not follow them. So, it goes, this brochure went on to say the Lord is establishing the foundations of the church for the new millennium. This foundation is built upon the apostles and prophets. Oh, really? Hmm. 
I wasn't aware it said that in, in the New Testament. That the foundation of the end time church will be built upon the apostles and prophets. Listen, it'd be one thing if the prophets were getting it right, but they're not. There's a lying spirit in their mouths. And apostles, are, are they doing the work of the apostles? Are they going around like Peter and his shadow was healing people? Are they laying hands and truly, truly healing people and not having money involved? I don't see any of that going on. The apostles execute and establish God's plan on earth. Well, I would say, yeah, the, the, um, the original apostles did. But if you have an apostle and they're in NAR, I know they're deceived and deluded. That's all I need to know. So I'm not going to follow them. And I'm not, you're not going to convince me that they're going to execute and establish God's plan on the earth when they're totally deluded and deceived. And they can call themselves apostle all day long, but are they doing what the apostles did in the book of Acts? I doubt it. Seriously doubt it. The time is the time to convene a conference of a different apostolic prophetic streams across the nation is now. The conference will cause the body to understand God's new order for this coming era. Oh, like the new world order? Yeah. They're going to bring us out from the old world order, just like Maitreya, just like the um, Jews calling for the for the Moshiach, for the Antichrist. Just like for all the people that are going to fall hook, line, and sinker for the new world order garbage, they're going to be in lockstep with them. Nar is. And dare I say, most of denominational Christianity is going to be right there with them in their 501c3 status. On the way to the one world religion under Antichrist. Then it goes on to say, we look forward to having you with us in Brisbane, February 2000. That was like, you know, over 20 years ago. 21 years ago. Uh, that was signed by C. Peter Wagner and Ben Gray. Anyway, then, Wagner is awaiting a critical mass of Christians to arise and take over the political systems of the world. What? Where's their Bible for this? C. Peter White, he's waiting for a critical mass of Christians? Now, I guarantee you when Trump was in office, they thought they were getting that. And then you had people that were yoked up with NAR, laying hands on Trump, his chief spiritual advisor, that Jezebel witch, Paula White, that's also yoked up with this one, this one movement prayer thing that we just talked about, that June Knight just talked about. But they're supposed to arise up and take over the political systems of the world? Yeah. Because that's what they, they teach in dominionism. And that they're going to make things so good and so wonderful, we're going to just do away with the book of Revelation and Daniel. Because Jesus is going to come back and set up his throne before any of that has to even happen. They're going to make things so good. This is how deluded they are. And this is how little regard they have for scripture. And arrogant. Can you imagine the arrogance of thinking something like this? But of whom a man is overcome, the same he is brought into bondage. You go and sit under these people in one of their NAR churches and you start thinking at the beginning, you start thinking these people are insane. And then you're there for three months and you're thinking, wow, you know, I guess I can see how this could happen. Well, of whom a man is overcome, the same he's brought into bondage. 
while they promise them liberty, they themselves are the surface of corruption. You don't want to mess around with this. So a major doctrine of NAR is dominionism. And um, they say when Jesus came, he brought the kingdom of God. And he expects his kingdom-minded people to take whatever action is needed to push back the long-standing kingdom of Satan. Even though the Bible clearly predicts in Revelation, Daniel, Matthew 24, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and elsewhere that that's going to happen. We're to push that kingdom back and bring in peace and prosperity of his kingdom here on earth. Listen, I'm not saying we don't fight. That's all I do is fight Satan's kingdom. But I am, I'm also not so deluded to think that Revelation and Daniel and these books are not going to happen. Well, they believe because of this dominionism that they're going to cancel it out. Now, think about it. If, something, if somebody like Maitreya comes on the scene the antichrist all the jews are praying for their for the antichrist to come nars most likely praying for the antichrist to come i mean they're so deluded they think trump's a man of god they're so deluded their prophets all they do is prophesy lie they just keep going back like a dog that returns to his own vomit they're so deluded that they believe all that anyway most christians i mean they most christians believe trump was a man of god i mean if you're already that deluded you're already ripe for being further deluded and buying into even further lies. So if they were to think that, you know, this, the arrival of the Antichrist, they may think is actually the arrival of Jesus Christ. Maitreya says he's, he's, that's one of his titles. If he comes in under the guise of Gesera and Nasera and they reset the currency and they expose a lot of the lies and they there's all these signs and miracles and lying wonders going on at the same time and all the bad guys seemingly go away or maybe a lot of them do. Let's say a lot of the child sex trafficking rings were exposed. What links would Lucifer go to? to deceive us would, would would he push back his own evil he's created for a season in order to get us to buy into the big lie i think he would because the payout's so much greater if he does that if he comes as a red devil with a pointy tail and a pitchfork and horns there's not a lot of people that are going to follow him but if he comes as a man of peace and he's going to restore things and he's going to get rid of the bad guys and he's going to get put us on a a, a, a precious metal back currency system and do all these wonderful things like Matreya is talking about. Well, that's going to be a lot. That's going to be a lot harder for people to push back and say that he's evil. I'm just saying. I don't know how it's going to work out, but I'm trying to give you some possible scenarios. Now, I've done a three-part teaching entitled Dominionism, Kingdom Now, Reconstructionism, Theonomy. And I give you the links to that here if you want to know more about dominionism. Okay? I did that all the way back in 2008. Now, who are some NAR members? And this, isn't, this is loose. This is a loosely fitting thing about NAR members. 
Although few, if any organizations, publicly espouse connection to NAR, a movement known for dominion theology and a belief in the continuing ministries of apostles and prophets alongside with those of evangelists, pastors, and teachers, there are several individuals often associated with this movement. Some of them are Lou Engel, founder of The Call, Bill Johnson, head pastor of Bethel Church, Guillermo Maldonado, co-founder and senior pastor of El Rey Jesus, Rick Joyner, founder of Morning Star Ministries. I mean, I past Morning Star Ministries, I'm pretty sure, on the way up to Boone, from where I'm at. Then, John P. Kelly, founder of John P. Kelly Ministries and Convening Apostle. C. Peter Wagner, obviously, he was the guy that started it, really. Um, founder of Global Harvest Ministries. Then, Chi Ann, Harvest Ministries International. Todd White, Lifestyle Christianity. Todd White. Oh, I was thinking of Todd Bentley. Okay. <laughs> If you want to see my experience on Todd Bentley, key his name in in the keyword search box. That was, oh wow, that was that was an amazing set of teachings. Uh, then Randy Clark of Global Awakening, Kenneth Copeland. Oh yeah, that beady-eyed Luciferian devil, Kenneth Copeland, owner of Kenneth Copeland Airport, richest probably the richest of them all of the kenneth copeland ministries fame then paula white jezebel witch and trump's chief spiritual advisor then bill Heyman. uh bill Heyman teaches now he's one of the main guys that have influenced all these others that i've just talked about he teaches even though nowhere in the bible does it confirm this that christ can't return to earth until christians form a militant army under the leadership of modern apostles and prophets do you see why the body of christ is so messed up because there's so many of these devils and deceivers out there that are just totally leading these people a lot of times to hell it's horrible but it's it's the norm what we're talking about is the norm. He, This devil, Bill Heyman, teaches that Christ cannot return to earth until Christians form a militant army under the leadership of modern apostles and prophets that will physically subdue the earth and start to establish God's kingdom in the earth's governments. Show me the Bible for that one. You could make a case for that in the millennium when Jesus is going to rule the rod of iron from Jerusalem. I get it then, more so. But there's no Bible for it now, leading up to and into the tribulation. If anything, it'll be the exact opposite. Absolute, total delusion. But my people love to have it so. Like the Bible says. Haman compares this army, not talk about my listeners, but just a lot of Christians, Christians under people like this that don't, aren't like good Bereans and examining the scripture and comparing it to what's coming out of their pastor's mouths to see if it lines up. Haman compares this army to the crusaders, the Catholic crusaders, that's nice, who he describes as the church's only bright lights during the dark ages. Wow. God's end-time army will achieve victory in part by striking God's enemies with blindness um, 
and calling down natural disasters on them, causing entire nations to convert to Christ, according to Haman. <laughs> no Bible at all for any of this. None. None. The apostles and prophets will be so powerful that Christians who come into their presence with sin in their lives will be struck dead. Meaning, these apostles and prophets will be sinless. Oh, wow. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 1 that if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if he, we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We're never going to be sinless, guys, until we're in heaven. Okay, the only one that was ever sinless that did it from stem to stern, lock, stock, and barrel was Jesus Christ. And we're not him. Not saying that gives us a license to sin either. But the audacity, the pride. Well, these prophets will be so powerful that Christians who come into their presence with sin. Well, the Bible says the thought of foolishness is sin. So if a Christian... He could be perfect in every other way. He's, he, he had one thought of foolishness right before he contacted these prophets. They'll be struck dead because of these sinless prophets. It, it is so, and the thing is, is these people have, are so demon infested in this movement, yet they think evidently that maybe a lot of them think that they are sinless and they're totally demon infested to the toenails. How stinking ironic that is. The notion of that. <laughs> All members of the army will become sinless and extremely powerful as they become more and more enlightened through new doctrines. Oh no, we're not supposed to consider the old past where it is wisdom. No, it's all about new things and a new way of worshiping God and a new this and a new that. Uh, these new doctrines given by the apostles and prophets. Oh yeah, it's just like all their garbage that they've been doing. And look where it's got them. Thinking Trump's a man of God and, and absolutely nothing but false prophecies about him. Yeah. Yeah, they're in a good place right now, I'll tell you. They've really vindicated themselves. Finally attaining their own immortality. This is Haman's unorthodox take on the rapture. So I guess they get so good. They get so amazing they're so sinless and perfect. They finally attain their own immortality. To me, that sounds like earning your own way to salvation. Just sounds like a different way of doing it. And it sounds like nothing but pride, which God hates. But this is the basis for NAR, guys. All these insane preachers that go on Sid Roth and these other shows... This is what they, a lot of them believe. This was one of their mentors. I'm going to prove that in a second. I just found this out the other, I mean, I just, I was researching this the other day and I just found one thing after another, after another. I just was blowing my mind. Finally attaining their own immortality where they shall be as gods. So it's, doesn't it sound like that? See these teachings in Haman's book. It's called Apostles, Prophets, and the Coming Moves of God. Pictured here. I give you a picture of it. I wouldn't advise reading it, but you know. Anyway, the apostolic prophetic movements 
most prominent leader may be C. Peter Wagner, pictured here. There's a little picture of him. Yet Wagner admits that he that he got many of his views from this Bill Heyman, this guy that I just said all the stuff about. Oh, they're going to achieve their own, basically, immortality. <laughs> and they're going to be walking around in sinless perfection, striking anyone that has any sin in their lives with down. <laughs> I'm glad Jesus Christ didn't do that. Good Lord. He would have killed everybody that he came in contact with. Because every one of them had sin in their lives in some way, shape, or form. Everybody would have died that Jesus would have come in contact with. I'm glad Jesus was more merciful than these so-called coming apostles and prophets that are so perfect and so sinless, even though they're totally demon-infested in the toenails, that they're just going to strike everybody dead that has any sin in their life. Isn't that wonderful? See, this is why I'm, I, I live in, I, I'm in existence, to expose this evil and this wickedness, at least in part. This is nothing but blasphemy. Wagner, C. Peter Wagner, the guy that started NAR, coined the term, admits he got many of his views from this Bill Heyman devil, calling Heyman one of his closest prophetic colleagues and confessing his great admiration for Heyman. See page 11 of C. Peter Wagner's book, Changing Church, and the foreword uh, Wagner wrote to Heyman's book, Apostles, Prophets, and the Coming Moves of God. They're bosom buddies and lifelong pals. C. Peter Wagner of Global Harvest Ministries considered the year 2001 to be the beginning of the Second Apostolic Age. For the movement holds that the lost offices of prophet and apostle were restored that year. Oh, okay, right. I must have missed that one on the prophetic timeline. So did, guys, did you know that in 2001, the, the, um, the beginning of the second apostolic age happened? Now, if that were the case, we would see true prophets and true apostles walking the planet, pointing people toward righteousness, doing righteous things, and not getting yoked up with unrighteous, unbiblical, heretical ministries that are taking people to hellfire. But that's where they're yoked up with. From what I could see, I'm not saying you couldn't have a true prophet or a, or a true apostle in today. I don't want to limit God. It's just that all I see are false versions of that, yoked up with false ministries, leading people into false doctrine. Many in the apostolic prophetic movement regard Haman as one of the most influential prophets today. And those who's, who've endorsed his books include Oral Roberts. So we talked about Oral Roberts and all the, the um, how he had the satanic ceremonies under his, under his university, Oral Roberts University, how they would sacrifice babies. Kenneth Copeland would show up and um, Billy Graham and Oral Roberts. And there were firsthand accounts of people actually being there, seeing it. And there's this big, gigantic tunnel complex under Oral Roberts University. Go key, key, key in his name and, and listen to those teachings I've done on good old Oral Roberts. Yeah, yeah. See, most of these people are actually Luciferians put there by design on people to influence the maximum amount of Christians ultimately into hellfire because they're believing some false gospel or at bare minimum making them totally ineffective for God. 
So, many, um, and those who've in endorsed this devil Bill Heyman's books, Oral Roberts, Tommy Tenney, Cindy Jacobs, Emmanuel Kenneth Tracy, Kenneth Tracy, David Kenneth Tracy, Earl Polk, and L. Ed Silvoso. Oh boy. So then I had um, another. I had a listener send me this um, little video, and it was from a Catholic website, and. He asked me about what my thoughts were on it, okay? Now, all I had to do is look at the title of the video to know that I didn't want anything to do with this because, number one, the guy was clearly a Catholic and he was basically... I I'll just give you my answer. And, and the title of this is Why We Are Not in the Tribulation, much less the second half of the tribulation where the seal judgments are opened. Because this guy was basically saying in this video that he's equating the global economic collapse to the third seal of Revelation opening. <laughs> I mean, I've gotten so much of this lately. <laughs> this could not be more false. This guy is also a Catholic. His YouTube site is the Queen of Peace and it shows a picture of Mary. Okay. So it's goddess worship. So we know he's ultra-deceived on many levels. The description of the video reads, the global economy is already on life support. Yeah, it is true. Should the second seal be a major war, what's left of the economy will collapse. So I guess they're equating the second seal as World War III? Okay. But we're not in the tribulation yet, much less the second half of the tribulation, which is where the second seal would be opened. The temple hasn't been rebuilt. The Antichrist hasn't been revealed. They haven't confirmed the covenant with many nations for seven years. There's all these things that haven't happened. But evidently this Catholic knows better and says that the coming economic collapse will be the third seal of revelation. Please don't buy into this, guys. All this garbage. But then, that's the new idea of those orchestrating the new world order. To order in a in order to create a new economic system based on a new form of communism. Join Mark Mallet and Professor Daniel O'Connor as they continue to break down the timeline of events according to the early church fathers, the popes, and credible prophecies in our time. Again, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The, the Catholic Church was a corrupt, evil, wicked, child-molesting cult from its very beginning. Why would I go to that to get anything? other than to expose it and warn other Christians about it. Can Catholicism, in the keyword search at contendingfortruth.com, see how many studies come up. You would have enough for weeks to listen to. And it's so easy to expose the Catholic Church because it's just so flagrant. Now, I told him, I said, I did a teaching a couple of weeks ago. I would highly recommend you listen to. See below, I give you that teaching where I again restated that why biblically we are not in the tribulation period, much less the second half of the tribulation period, where the seal judgments are opened. Also see my teaching, 
the God, the Gog Magog War, the thousand year millennial reign of Christ, the abomination of desolation, the rebuilt temple, the image of the beast, and the seven year tribulation study. I covered a lot of that um, in this teaching, which was the one I did um, on the first of this month, 2121 part two, emergency freedom alerts. And the second part of that is why biblically we're not in the tribulation period yet. I think it's very important we understand that because evidently this is a big deception that just keeps coming up more and more and more. Every time I turn around, there's more things that come up about it. Now, let's look at a little, let's do a little Bible study on things the Bible says God hates. Okay. Um, Psalm 11 verse 5 says, The Lord trieth the righteous, but the wicked, and him that loveth violence, his soul hateth. You don't hear a lot about these verses, okay? But they are in the Bible. Now, that word violence, if you break down the actual Hebrew meaning, and if you, you look at the way it's translated in the, um, in the King James, in the uh, Old Testament, it's translated as violence 39 times, violent 7, cruelty 4, wrong 3 times, false 2 times, cruel 1 time, Injustice one time, unrighteous one time, damage one time. Its outline of biblical uses is violence, but also wrong and cruelty and injustice. Okay? So, I, I wanted to give more of, a, of an expanded meaning of what that word actually meant from an underlying Hebrew uh, type meaning. Alright, now let's go back to this. Then the next verse, Psalm 11, verse 6. Upon the wicked he shall rain snares, fire, and brimstone, and an horrible tempest. This shall be the portion of their cup. That's what the wicked have to look forward to. Next verse. For the righteous Lord loveth righteousness. His countenance doth behold the upright. Then Psalm 9.17 says, The wicked shall be turned into hell and all nations that forget God. Uh, that doesn't bode well for America. Um, and then we have Proverbs 6.16-19 through 19, where it says, These six things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to him. A proud look Boy, I, when I think of that, I just think of Trump. The arrogant looks that he would have on his face so much. A lying tongue. Well, Trump's a pathological liar, too. We've proven that over and over. Now, I'm not saying he's the only one, but it just comes to mind. Hands that shed innocent blood. The greatest example of that would be like an abortion doctor, I think. A heart that, de that devises wicked plans. Feet that are swift to run into evil. A false witness who speaks lies and one who sows discord among the brethren. And then Jesus said in Mark 9.42, And whosoever shall offend one of these little ones that believeth on me, it is better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and he were cast into the midst of the sea. And I wanted to throw that in there were things that God hates. Okay. So, Let's go further. This is a very short video, and this is from General Flynn. A lot of the people that said that he was in on the whole QAnon thing and the trust the plan. And let's just hear it out of his own mouth. I believe this just broke this week. 
do you i'm just going to ask you some questions and i want you to just tell me if it's nonsense or if there was anything to it at all number number one did, did now this is the right side with doug billings interviewing general michael flynn didn't trump ever sign into action the insurrection act no nonsense it, nonsense is the United States military running? That was a big thing they were saying for a long time. Trump's got the Insurrection Act in, in place, and it's just a matter of time before he pulls the trigger. That was another false thing that they were saying. Country or just doing, is that nonsense? Well, let me back. Nonsense. Is the United States military running the country or just doing, is that nonsense as well? More nonsense. Good, Good to hear. Okay. More nonsense. That was another uh, big thing the Q people were saying after... Trump didn't get in, even though they said he was going to get in. They're all, it doesn't matter. The military's still running everything, and he's got the insurrection backed and posed. And this is one of his most trusted generals, and he's telling you it's nonsense. There's no plan. There's no you know, people. There's so many people out there. Is the plan happening? There's no. I mean, we have what we have, and we have to accept the, the situation as it is. But now. Now we have something about it, so I'll, I'll stick it, so get into more questions. So there's, I'm just there's no QN and trust the plan thing, in other words. I just want to play that real quick. Then we have this Tom Arnold's wild night at the Playboy Mansion with Trump, Trump's mistress, Ivanka and Melania. Now, there's no profanity and there's no graphic material in here that, that I heard. Now, um, I wanted to play this just to, to, to for us to understand this is normal for trump okay now this is the same guy that paula white copeland robert jeffries and all the other ones continue to praise trump and all the people on the right continue to praise um paula white even went so far as to say as a no to donald trump would be saying no to god and this is well it's coming from satan paula like you you are you're satan's representative well okay i can understand why you would say that because you're god satan so i get it but anyway, I'm going to play this real quick. It's not a very long um, little interview here. Yeah, let's go ahead and play this. Trump and I were buds. I mean, we've been to the play. This is Tom Arnold, the famous actor, and he's being inter by, interviewed by three other guys. He says, Trump and I were buds. I mean, we've been to the Playboy Mansion together. Mansion together. You know, he said, hey, listen, I, got, I want you to meet my girlfriend. Karen McDougal, that uh, we uh, with Playboy. His girlfriend Karen McDougal was a uh, Playboy centerfold, and he literally introduced Tom to her at the Playboy Mansion while Melania and his daughter Ivanka and I believe his sons were there. And I guess that they were all okay with it. I mean, now, if that's not marital, biblical fidelity, I don't know what is. Trump did this all the time with all these different women. He is a lecherous devil and has been known to be that for many, many decades. But all of a sudden, he started running and for president, and then all of a sudden, I guess, you know, he got all cleaned up and, and he wasn't into that stuff anymore, which I see no indicator that anything would have ever changed. That's it, so I, we got a, I got a new vodka or tequila. And I met uh, Karen, and I, I didn't realize that uh, Melania was there and his daughter. You know, I love so the- Melania was there and his daughter, Ivanka, when he introduced him to his Playboy Centerfold 
at the Playboy Mansion, at that lecherous Hugh Hefner's house. And then he says, you know, I love Playboy. I love Hugh Hefner. You, know, you I, have I, to set that, wait, you wait, have to wait, set wait, that wait, up. Wait. So who was at the Playboy Mansion exactly? <laughs> well, Karen McDougal, his girlfriend, who's a playmate, uh, and she became well-known, too. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I got to know. And they showed a picture of Trump and Karen McDougal together, you know. I think Karen still supports him. I, I'm about 99% sure she voted for him. You know, Karen was one of the, the women that got uh, paid off the David Pecker. I think she was one of the first people that David Pecker stepped in. Because she was having an affair with Trump, yeah? Oh, yeah, she was having an affair with Trump. We went over there and met Karen. She's a playmate. But Melania was there and the daughter, uh, the, the favorite now, daughter. they're showing a picture of Karen, of Ivanka, of Trump, and of Melania, all at the Playboy Mansion. The Playboy bunnies are dressed up in Playboy, their little Playboy bunny outfits, okay? And they're all, and Trump looks like he's happier to pig and slop. Let's just put it that way, okay? He is in his element. This is where he is most lecherously comfortable. And, and, I, and I believe that uh, Don Jr. was possibly there at Eric. And so, it, but it's not weird to him. Right, and they all posed for pictures together. Yeah. And had so, the person he was having the affair with, oh yeah, Melania Trump and his kids there was not yes. that was not a weird thing in that family. And didn't not didn't his shoe? No, it, it's it's no big deal. It's just normal. Now, can you imagine, like, to try to put yourself in those shoes? No, no, no. It's fine. It's it's my girlfriend. It's one of my many, um, you know, prostitute girlfriends. That sleeps with me for money across the globe. And Melania's there, his wife. It don't matter. I mean, you know, she knows the plan. She knows the deal. The kids are all there. Hey, come one, come all. I mean, those inappropriate pictures of him, of him and Ivanka, when she was like, you know, in her teens and, and earlier than that. I mean, they're they're so disgusting and inappropriate. I, I can't even wrap my head around that at all. So this shouldn't surprise us one bit. Up in the pool, I heard yes, something. Yes, his shoe. It's, it's, yeah, uh, he, so he lost his shoe, and this was a very famous incident when this all took place. Even more so that, so much so that there was this incident where his slipper, Trump slipper, wound up in the pool, and everybody knows about it because, and these pictures are from that event. This is not like we're making this up, guys. <laughs> his slip on yeah he wore slippers he slipped yeah the grotto was tight quarters now it's called the grotto this playboy mansion it's called like this gr grotto is a very occult um term they use it a lot in satanism and things of this nature but i believe the grotto is the outside portion near the pool area where you know you can go to do bad stuff okay at the playboy mansion so this is what he's talking about you know, going around there, and yeah, you kind of had to know your way around, like uh, uh, Jimmy Conn and those guys. It was tight quarters, and and uh, yeah, Trump had some uh, tough time navigating that area. Uh, he didn't have the right shoes, and uh, and uh, one of his shoes fell in. And, so his shoe was, falls in the water. Yeah, yeah, he's he's promoting Trump vodka, which was yeah. utterly. He's got his own vodka line too, which is really Christian of him to do that. Yeah. There with his mistress. So, and the vodka line was utterly bankrupt. He was there with his mistress, his mistress, his wife, and his daughter all together. 
his wife yeah. and his daughter yeah. um, at the same time, and yeah. Tom Arnold. Was, was that a red flag, Tom, when you were running for president <laughs> to say, what? Well, no. Here, here's the thing. Everything was a red flag. It's just normal, though. It's 100% normal. Just a day in the life of Trump, you know, but we're, as Christians, all supposed to overlook that, I guess. All right, let's go further. German Parliament, we're going to we're gonna shift gears a little bit here. German Parliament advances Mark of the Beast with Agenda 20, ID 2021, or I'm sorry, ID 2020. Ratification. Now, you got to understand, this is big news because this is what they're going to try to bring everywhere, okay? On January 29th, the German Parliament moved to ratify Agenda ID 2020 a centralized data collection program that will be used to roll out the final mark of the beast and enslave all of humanity forever. While it still has to be approved by the German Federal Council, reports indicate that the ID2020 will likely run into minimal resistance from here on out, and eventually it will pass. Under the program, the private data of all Germans and eventually all humans will be made available to every government agency, police department, and private sector company that wants it. Quote, it covers all that is known about an individual citizen, now up to 200 points of information and possibly more as time goes on. From your bank account to your shopping habits, your health records, your vaccination records, of course, your political inclinations, and probably even your dating habits and other entries in your private sphere. I'm sure everything about your social media. Writes Peter Koenig for Global Research of Canada. Designed by none other than Bill Gates, Agenda ID 2020 as part of a larger vaccination package sponsored and supported by the rockefeller foundation accenture and the world economic forum and the global alliance for vaccines and immunization also known as gavi uh which now is referred to as the vaccine alliance the vaccine alliance which trump gave he took the money out of the who and gave it to gavi i told you this billions and that is more directly under control of bill gates than it was under world health organization so it was actually worse. What Trump did was actually worse because he put more direct money into Bill Gates's hands. Okay. All right. Going forward here, the Vaccine Alliance, the uh, the headquarters of which is located in Geneva, Switzerland, is widely recognized locale of deep state activity. Is another creation of the Bill and Melinda Gates. Uh, it is located right next door to the World Health Organization headquarters and is considered to be a private public partnership. The public part being the WHO, plus a number of developing countries, Koenig points out. Other private partners to Gabby include the pharmaceutical giants Johnson & Johnson. I have nothing to do with any of that, sorry. Anyway, and um, GlaxoSmithKline, Merck and & Company, and the Bill & Melinda Gates Foundation. We already know, I mean, you're just seeing all of these same players bringing us into the New World Order, bringing us into one world government, into this great reset, into forced inoculations, into just having everything tied in to now ID 2020 so that you can't do anything, you know, apart from that system. So you just have to determine to yourself now and pray and, and, and ask God to show you, Lord, show me a way, show me the way I need to go, you know, because I'm going to, I'm going to avoid this. How am I, how am I to do this, Lord? You got it. You please, I pray for wisdom to know exactly how to navigate away from this wicked, evil system. Because I just don't see how you're going to be able to participate in this system and not, you know, not get your vaccines and not totally sell out to de the devil and not get your required testing and all the other garbage that they're going to mandate on you.
we already know that Gates and company has been busily working on a vaccine technology that will be paired with microchips and the other New World Order paraphernalia for global control. It is entirely within the realm of possibility that such, such technology is already fully developed and hidden within the remedies being offered for the COVID-19, meaning the vaccines. Meaning, we don't really know what's in the vaccines. I've already said there's nanotech, but who knows what might actually be in there. The Swiss government has reportedly outsourced management of its Agenda ID 2020 program to the private sector, meaning large companies will be in on charge of handling the data. At some point, the vaccines offered by the likes of Bill Gates will openly contain this technology. For now, the deep state wants us to all think that the people are simply getting vaccinated for COVID-19, including the secret vaccines hidden within the Chinese virus test kits, the COVID-19 test kits. Okay, because that's also something I've reported on. Gates has already openly admitted that the vac the plan is to have every person on the planet, except himself, of course, vaccinated for COVID-19. All roughly 7 billion people will also get an ID chip inserted into their bodies at some point, which will help in the elites better manage the global herd. With an electronic field and with 5G and 6G EMFs allowing inputs and access into your body, the control of indiv the individual will, will almost be complete. Warns Koenig. Now, again, the, the nanotechs, I believe, already in these vaccines. So, but they're just going to want to put more and more and more in you. Uh, now, let's go further here. Okay, so next report. Coming soon, climate lockdowns to coincide with COVID lockdown. Okay, so caution, there's some language in here. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and play this. Governments have now set the precedent that normal life is a privilege they allow us to have. Something that can be withdrawn at any minute, under any justification, with the expectation of nothing in return but grovelling obedience and the vitriolic repudiation of any dissent. With barely a whimper of opposition, lockdowns have now been established as the primary reasonable go-to response to a crisis. This isn't going to end with COVID-19. There'll be new mutations, new viruses, but you'll also hear louder calls for climate lockdowns yes. remember the headlines they're going to commingle the great reset climate lockdowns and COVID all in the same thing in order just to strip us of all of our rights during the first lockdown lockdowns trigger dramatic fall in global carbon emissions wild animals enjoy freedom of a quieter world nature liberated by lockdown who wouldn't stay at home for a few weeks to save the planet then a few weeks turns into a few months but it's for mother earth climate change alarmists have been calling for this very thing for decades but mostly they've been ignored until now. Karl Lauterbach, an MP for the German Social Democratic Party, outlined the plan. A German lawmaker has got a furious reaction for suggesting COVID restrictions could be the template for fighting climate change. There will never be a vaccine against CO2, so we need measures for tackling climate change that are similar to the restrictions of personal freedom in the pandemic. Under a climate lockdown, governments would limit private vehicle use, ban consumption of red meat, and impose extreme energy-saving measures while fossil fuel companies would have to stop drilling. To avoid such a scenario, we must overhaul our economic structures and do capitalism differently. Do capitalism differently, precisely what the World Economic Forum is calling for under the umbrella of the a great reset. By doing it differently, they mean you own nothing 
and they own everything. Yep. While Bill Gates is buying up record amounts of farmland, you're being told that the dream of property ownership is an ancient relic. Over the course of the pandemic, billionaires have almost doubled their wealth. As their competitors fall like flies, the biggest corporations have raked in record profits. Right. While on Main Street, small businesses have capitulated, unemployment has soared, and poverty has drastically increased. Wow, this Great Reset is really working out great for the little guy. Doing it differently means universal basic income. UBI. Yes. It means neo-feudalism. It means financial serfdom. And most people will learn to love it. Most of them will be happy to get paid by the government to sit on their arses getting fat watching Netflix all day. But it comes at a cost. And that cost is the complete abolition of self-determination and total dependence on technocrats. Emissions fell during lockdown. Let's keep it that way. Stay home. Stay staring at your screen. The technocrats are in control now. After all, you lost several social credit score points recently thanks to those angry Facebook posts. You really don't want to put your UBI at risk, do you? People like John Kerry need to fly around the world in private jets to decide your future. But do you really need to drive to see your family? Do you really need to take that holiday? How would governors and the federal government impose climate lockdowns, asks Stephen Miller. Simple. By declaring that climate change is an immediate public health and national security crisis and using the same authority granted to them by public health departments to implement them under the same guidelines they did for COVID-19. Bernie Sanders and AOC announced a bill suggesting as much yesterday. Those who refuse to comply, those who protest, those who God forbid drive a vehicle during climate lockdown. Well, they're the science deniers and they need to be shut down. They need to be publicly shamed, deplatformed and arrested. This was always the risk with the mass implementation of lockdowns. Once your leaders enforce one under the guise of public health, they will not simply set aside their power to do so again. Don't worry, though. They're just following the science. This is the new normal our passive obedience helped create. We'd be naive to think that the technocrats will allow us to forget it. So we have that. Uh, then we have this. They want your guns and they want you dead. Okay? Sorry, but they do. Now, I'm not saying God's not in control, but that is what their agenda clearly is. Mockingbird Media's anti-American privileged twits are casually calling for the drone strike of a former American president. We had a policy, and it was very controversial, it was carried out under the Bush years and under the Obama years, of attacking terrorism at its root, of going after and killing um, and in the case of Amr al-Awlaki, an American, a Yemeni American, with a drone strike for the crime of inciting violence, inciting terrorism. How does Mitch McConnell, who understands that the way you root out terrorism is to take on, in the case of Islamic terrorism, kill those who incite it, how does he not vote to convict someone that he said on the floor of the Senate incited an insurrection? Former CIA director John Brennan is declaring open season on Americans. No looking forward that the members of the, the Biden team who have been nominated or have been appointed 
are now moving in laser-like fashion to try to uncover as much as they can about what looks very similar to insurgency movements that we've seen overseas, mm -hmm. where they germinate in different parts of a country and they gain strength and it brings together an unholy alliance frequently of religious, ex religious extremists, authoritarians, fascists, bigots, uh, racists, nativists, uh, even libertarians. We're witnessing the cancer culture purge being kicked into overdrive here. So I am concerned in a movement right now to, to basically paint a broad brush and accuse 74 million Americans, basically, that voted for President Trump and label them as insurgents. Know-it-all, pseudo-comedian Bill Maher is driving the knife in, now blaming all Christian Americans for the hyped-up insurrection on January 6th. The events of January 6th were a faith-based initiative. And Trump... Which were, were literally nothing compared to what Antifa and Black Lives Matter have been doing for the past year. Nothing in comparison. But Christians and patriots and anybody that is conservative have to be demonized, have to be made out as the bad guy, so that when they enact these legislations to come after us and to come after our guns and these types of things, that they'll be justified because we've been demonized to enough extent where you know they feel like they can make that happen is a christian nationalist movement that believes trump was literally sent from heaven to save them there's a lot of talk now in liberal quarters about how republicans should tell their base who still believe the election was rigged that they need to grow up and move on and stop asking the rest of us to respect their mass delusion and of course, it is a mass delusion. But the inconvenient truth here is that if... This is like Satan giving me a morality lesson, you know? And while I'm no, no Trump fan, I'm not going to take a morality lesson from some demon-possessed, baby-eating devil that's going to try to, you know, straighten me out and give me a morality lesson. To accord religious faith, the kind of exalted respect we do here in America, you've already lost the argument that mass delusion is bad. Bolshevik wannabes, Antifa and BLM strengthened by a Nobel Peace Prize nomination, are routinely threatening to burn down America. Murder rate. Remember the pigs in the blanket fry them like bacon chant that they, that they love to do? Where they want to kill cops and fry them like bacon? That's fine though. Home invasions, carjackings, and random robberies are skyrocketing across the country. Yep. The number of people killed in Minneapolis is up 95% from the same time last summer. Since the beginning... Remember they wanted to get rid of the cops and stuff in Minnesota and just let everything just happen, just let all the criminals roam free and do whatever they want. Yeah, that's going to work out real good for you. The year, there have been more than 150 carjackings in Chicago. The murder rate in Phoenix is skyrocketing. We've seen 144 so far this year, meaning we are just behind Chicago. And we have a warning from Philadelphia police for you this afternoon. Carjackings have skyrocketed in the city, up 82% from last year, and there have already been 28 incidents this year alone. In Minneapolis, carjackings have spiked roughly 320% compared to this time last year. Carjackings in New Orleans up 150% year-to-date. New York City has seen 311 carjackings up from 129 a year ago while joe biden has transformed when you are driving around 
make sure your doors are locked. You know? Because that's going to be... And be, have a lot of situational awareness. And try to not put yourself in harm's way. And try to stay out of the big cities when at all possible. ...our southern border into a global destination for every horror Europe has endured for the past 10 years. We'd arrived with counterterrorism specialist Jason Jones to find war raging on America's doorstep. There's a 40. Did you hear the 40? Yes. That was a 40 millimeter grenade. That was a grenade, yeah. Yeah. Are they on the border of, it looks like they're on a border town overlooking a Mexican town, and all you can hear is gunfire on the Mexican side and mortars going off. And I mean, it sounds like a war. It it sounds like like World War III. Right here on the border. It's perfect timing for Americans to have their Second Amendment rights diminished and police defunded exactly. so that we can't protect ourselves exactly. from an escalating... Especially when they're letting them come over by the thousands now. Criminals, and they're releasing all the criminals, they're letting the criminals come over. It's, it's, I'm telling you guys, they are, they are flooding the country. We're going to get into that um, shortly here. We're going to talk about that as well. All the different ways they're trying to destabilize and annihilate and destroy America so that it will be much more ripe for the taking. Prime trend that is threatening our very existence. Biden plans a gun safety crackdown on day one, asking Congress to repeal liability protections for gun makers and close loopholes for background checks. Our enemy is the gun manufacturers, not the NRA. He also wants to ban production of assault weapons, require registration for some guns, limit gun purchases to one per month, and end all online sales. Upon being elected, I will give the United States Congress 100 days to get their act together and have the courage to pass reasonable gun safety laws. And if they fail to do it, then I will take executive action. This is that which is vice president. Specifically, what I will do is put in place a requirement that for anyone who sells more than five guns a year, they are required to do background checks when they sell those guns. I will require that for any gun dealer that breaks the law, the ATF take their license. Texas Representative Sheila Jackson Lee has introduced H.R. 127, essentially a psych evaluation for you and two immediate family members in order for you to have the privilege of owning a heavily regulated and taxed firearm in the Democrats' new America. And as liberal death traps propose gun reforms and buyback programs, states like Missouri are refusing to succumb to the anti-Second Amendment rollout by Joe Biden's federal overlords. As the St. Louis Dispatch reported, the Missouri House gave first-round approval to a proposal that would prevent local law enforcement from enforcing federal gun laws that aren't on the books in Missouri. The Second Amendment Preservation Act, sponsored by Representative Jared Taylor, seeks to invalidate federal laws or other actions deemed to infringe on a person's Second Amendment right to bear arms. Reality check. The fact that Missouri even has to propose Second Amendment protections from the federal government barely three weeks into Joe Biden's dictatorship signals it's going to be a long four years. John Bound report. We're going to talk about what Missouri's doing uh, very shortly here. Uh, next report. Gun control enters America. 
I call my colleagues on this point, though. This is very scary. Are you there? Go ahead, oh. sir. This, there's a change, a sea change in the way people are approaching gun control laws. Yep. I, Ian Feinstein years ago said, if I had the votes, Mr. and Mrs. America, I'd, they'd turn them all in. Yep. They were talking about banning guns. The change that we're seeing now, and this to me is alarming, they're talking about banning certain people from having guns. Right. Not guns themselves. They're going to, if they work this out, they're going to go out and disarm loyal Americans who believe in the United States, who don't believe in this, 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 you know, that Vichy thing you were talking about where the country's been taken over by foreign powers and things, and they've changed the government, which they have. That's why they're building walls around everything. But um, they're going to disarm the people they think ought not to have them, but they're going to leave them in the hands of people who are going to come to your house and threaten you. Yep. This is, in the 1960s in China, they had the Cultural Revolution, and they, they brought young kids and, and fanatics, basically communist fanatics, to people's homes. Uh, somebody had a little store, and they supplied people with their, what they needed for years. They dragged them out in the street, and they broke them down to the point where they were in tears and begging them to stop and saying that they were sorry that they cheated people because they took a profit on the things they sold. Yeah. You know, this sort of thing. And then they carted them off the camps, and many, many people were killed. It was terrible, and I don't want to get a, belabor that point. But this is frightening when they change this. All my life I've watched this gun control issue, and this is the point at which I've never heard them say, we're going to take it away from one group and let the other keep it. That's really a bizarre change. So. You're, you're right. It, it, it is a sea change, and it is a psychological operation. Guys, can you bring up that last headline you just had up? Because I hadn't seen that before. Uh, I think it was from The Independent. Democratic bill would force all gun owners to go through psychological evaluations along with family members. And you know, the that's from the, the 3rd of February, 2021, and you know that uh, the way that the, the liberals and the leftists think about this and the way they talk about this is, you know, if you... If you, you know, don't think trans women are real women, you're right. insane. Exactly. You're a crazy person. You can't be trusted. If you don't think the Democrats are good, you cannot be trusted and you are insane. I mean, they are setting it up for, you're exactly right, uh, psychological screening test to determine who can be armed and who can't. Here's, I mean, th this, is, this is literally what you're saying verbatim, sir, from Washington Post. Guns are white supremacy's deadly weapon. We must disarm hate. And of course, we know, I mean, when they say white supremacy, when they say racism, that's to trick good people into going along with their evil deeds. They want to disarm all of us. They want to disarm anybody that is for freedom or liberty or the American way. And they can't get normal, regular people to go along with that. But if you say it's white supremacy, if you say it's racism, then the decent, good people who want to be good and want to help their fellow man... They think, well, it's, it's well, they're white supremacists, they're racist, so I guess you can you can disarm them. And it's like, who do they call white supremacists and racists? Well, conservatives or Trump supporters. Well, I'm I'm a black Trump supporter, and I you know I'm a I'm a black activist, but I also vote conservative. Well, guess what? You're supporting white supremacy. Hand in your gun, sir. So you're right. This is a complete sea change from the way it has been before. Same goal in mind. Goal total disarmament, because at the same time they are literally surrounding themselves with a semi-permanent, you know, uh, uh, military dictatorship where they have soldiers surrounding them, big walls, massive automatic guns, 
Muriel Bowser, the mayor of uh, D.C., actually asked for mounted machine guns. So they want mounted machine guns to mow down whoever dares stand up to them. Because that's only for the conservatives. So that was not would not be for Antifa or Black Lives Matter. That was that, that you have to make that distinction. Scared of the insurrection coup, but they're going to deny you the ability to protect your own family and your own house with your gun. That's the ultimate. I mean, the ultimate goal is still the same. But you're right. They're, the tactic that they're taking has changed in order to be more palatable and more easily accepted by the decent people in America who go, hey, we don't want racists having guns and white supremacists having guns. I hear they're our biggest threat. We better disarm them. It's it's the same it's the same one. There it is. Acting DHS uh, Deputy Secretary. Oh, it's Pelosi. All right. Well, Muriel Bowser actually asked for him, but Pelosi apparently also wanted yes. crew manned machine guns mm -hmm. in Washington. Think about that. Yeah. Machine guns. It's it's incredible. It's terrifying. Okay, so we have that. Um Trying to get through as much as I can here. Uh, it begins, Joe, and this just broke today. Joe Biden calls for assault weapons ban. Uh, Joe Biden demanded Congress enact strict gun control legislation on Sunday, the third anniversary of the Parkland shooting. They're always going to use these staged events to, in order to have their little soapbox and, you know, try to act like they've got the moral high ground, they're doing the right thing. In a White House statement, Biden urged Congress to draft measures to ban, quote, assault weapons. Now, that would be a myriad of different guns, okay? AR-15s and, you know, you name it. There's, there's a ton of guns that would fall under that, under that umbrella. And high-capacity magazines and implement strict background checks on all gun sales. Now, I really believe that this is going to be the line in the sand, when or if they get this legislation through, I believe there's going to be mass, mass non-compliance with this. As there has been when they've tried to do this in other states. So I think they're out of their minds, but they can try all they want. I don't think they're going to, I don't, I don't believe that they're going to get uh, very good compliance at all. <clears throat> Today, I am calling on Congress to enact common sense gun law reforms. Now, nothing about its common sense, you, you fork-tongued devil from the pit of hell. Including requiring background checks on all gun sales, banning assault weapons and high-capacity magazines, and eliminating immunity for gun manufacturers who unknowingly put weapons of war on the streets. No, the government actually does that. They put the weapons of war on the streets. Just research Chicago and how they'll literally go into alleyways and dump boxes of guns there. And that's got like the highest murder rate of any place on the planet, essentially. And they do it on purpose by design. Chicago's like a big beta testing center where they just give them the guns and then they let them just kill each other. All the black gangs down there. Uh, now, the administration will not wait for the next mass shooting to heed the call. But can you imagine when that next, that next mass shooting occurs? Can you imagine the demonic jekylls, jackals, in at the capitol biden and pelosi and schumer and all them can you imagine the frothing the satanic frothing at the mouth demanding all our guns and we got to turn them all in and register them and and just like they want to turn us right exactly like the uk is and exactly like australia can you imagine when that next mass shooting 
that they got playing happens. I pray to God it doesn't, but come on. We should be praying against that too. We will take action to end our epidemic of gun violence. Oh yeah, because that would do it. D definitely take the hands, the guns out of the hands of law-abiding citizens that never, that never actually are the ones that are resulting. They're, they're, they're never the ones that actually do the mass shootings. It's all your MK Ultra mind control slaves that you trigger, that you put in there, your patsies that you put in there to do these types of events. And then you blame it on lawful gun owners. Because what we need, you're right, we need more guns in the hands of bad guys and bad government and less, less, and no guns in the hands of patriots and constitutionalists. Why? Because gun confiscation always precedes extermination of the masses. It worked for Hitler, it worked for Pol Pot, it worked for Stalin, you name it. Any mass dictator in the last hundreds plus years or whatever, they've always banned the guns before they came in there and exterminated the 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 political their political um adversaries and the people that believe dif differently than they believe it's the way it's always went down so that's the reason they want the guns so unbelievable but you knew this you knew this devil he was going to do it and he's already putting pressure on congress to do it uh, then we have um, Missouri County sheriffs will arrest feds who violate Second Amendment under Biden. Commission of Newton County, Missouri, passed legislation in February that will empower local law enforcement officials to arrest federal agents who attempt to violate Second Amendment rights of citizens within the county. The Newton County Second Amendment Preservation Act will nullify any unlawful federal restrictions on firearms that may be passed under child molester Joe Biden administration. All federal acts, laws, orders, rules, and regulations passed by the federal government and specifically any uh, presidential administration, whether past, present, or future, which infringes on the people's right to keep and bear arms as a guaranteed by the Second Amendment, shall be invalid in the county and shall not be recognized in this county and specifically rejected by this county and shall be considered null and void and of no effect in this county. Uh, the bill declares. The legislation also stipulates that any and all federal agents trying to enforce the regulations regulations in section one shall be subject to arrest by the newton county missouri sheriff's department and the newton county missouri sheriff's department shall be uh, given full authority to make any arrest of any and all federal agents that violate state laws and enforce regula regulations we need this everywhere we're not going to get it everywhere but we do missouri's constitution makes it indisputably clear that the right of every citizen to keep and bear arms, ammunition, and accessories typical to the normal function of such arms in defense of his home, person, family, and her property, or when lawfully summoned in the aid of civil power, shall not be questioned. So, yeah, God bless them. There are there are some factions of the government that are bowing up to this. Um, all right, I'm going to go ahead and end part three here, and we will go to part four.